Welcome to Eyewitness Beauty. This is a mini episode, um, still live from both London and Mexico. I'm joined by Miss Diamante Kriegbaum herself, Annie Kriegbaum. Baum. Baum. How are you? I'm doing so well. I had a delicious meal last night. And let me tell you, Benjamin at Pujol is God's gift to earth. I ate alone at dinner. And so you ate all of that like 800-year-old mole alone? I sure did. And they saw that I had updated my reservation because I was supposed to eat with someone else. No no drama. (laughs) (laughs) He he wanted to make sure I was okay. And so he like came over at the beginning of the meal and was like wanted to talk, make sure I was like emotionally stable. And then like at the end of the meal, he like, Took me on a grand tour of the restaurant. Took me back to meet the chef. Like so, everyone. Well, hold on. First of all, we should just tell the readers what Pujol is. Um, it is arguably like one of the best restaurants in Mexico City, and the chef has become really a celebrity chef. He has he's like has his own restaurant in Cabo, and he has some in New York too. The chef is named Enrique Olvera. Yes, and the funny thing is, like I would have eaten alone to begin with it was just like kind of a a fluke that my friend would have joined me but then ended up not being able to and I like like eating alone (laughs) and they just like felt so bad for me (laughs) did you have like a a copy of like um I'm trying to think of a good like how Stella got her groove back like on the table that you were just like thumbing through I know I feel like I am like a younger more pathetic uh eat pray love situation but uh it was really great highly recommend going if you are ever here in mexico city they have they have one dish which is like a 500 day old let me know i have the photo of the menu here i'll tell how many days old. it's a x number it's a tk day old mole i'm gonna tell you guess nick you were not even close do you want to try again 1200 2634 day old mole wow and it doesn't taste a day over made yesterday but it's a really good restaurant you should definitely check it out this episode was meant to be a mini sort of like pre-gift guide extravaganza gift guide however we got a note in our uh, patreon inbox that we felt compelled by some higher power to address and it is from someone who we will call mc and Annie, do you want to read? Do you want to read her post? Yes. Yeah, so she, first of all, she accidentally shaved off half of her left eyebrow with a tinkle razor, which we've all been there. She broke out in hives across her face. Been there. Waited thirty minutes on a stoop for a masseuse who never showed. And her boyfriend <laughs> ended things with her due to her being too careful about being in crowds during COVID. So I think we can say that was a blessing in disguise. (laughs) Yeah, that she dodged a bullet. Yeah. Oh, she dodged a COVID. And then she also failed the New York bar exam. She lost her job now due to failing the bar exam. And she just wants general life advice. Besides spending the money she was going to spend on the massage to become a $50 subscriber. We still think that you should do that. Um. <laughs> um, okay, can I, I MC? I'm I'm just gonna freestyle for a second. Number one, JFK Jr., aka John John, aka probably the most important Kennedy. Um, in that he was stylish and he had a magazine and dated a Calvin Klein publicist. Um, no, but also you know the iconic 
John F. Kennedy Jr., highly intelligent, started a political satire magazine called George. He failed the bar exam in New York two times before he passed on his third try. Okay, here's some other information. Hillary Clinton failed the D.C. bar exam on her first try, but she passed the Arkansas bar. And Michelle Obama, the current first lady, failed the Illinois bar exam on her first try. Yeah, so failing the bar exam sounds just like par for the course. To becoming a hashtag girl boss. <laughs> I think it sucks that you right? lost your job for that. Is that even grounds for dismissal? For, I think you should look into that. I think you should get a lawyer that well, no, passed sometimes, the bar exam to I know, it's that. like you get, you get a job as like a, an associate with the expectation that you pass the bar because you can't practice law in the state of New York or in whatever state you're in if you don't pass that state's bar. Well, maybe they should um, practice so, a little bit more. Who should practice more? That was a joke. On because like practice makes perfect, but it, practice means a different thing when you're a practicing lawyer. Oh, oh, oh! Got it, yeah, got it, yeah. got it. That was a very subtle play on words. Can I tell you one other person who didn't pass the bar? Someone named Pete Wilson. Who's Pete Wilson? You ask the former California governor. He failed the California bar exam three times before passing on his fourth try. So honestly. You're well on your way to public office. Yeah. And also you can cry about it when you've failed it. At this point, you have to fail it three times before we even start to feel an inkling of sadness for you. I think it's one of those things. It's like the most mega crazy exam. It's it's like two days long, I think. So, of course, you're going to not do perfectly on it, especially when I don't know, like how the timing of all these like horrible things happened in your life. But if you have like been dealing with lots of stuff, then you're not in the place to be taking a really difficult exam. Furthermore, I think everyone is not in their best place due to like coming out of quarantine. And I think that we're also, and we've talked about on this podcast with various guests and each other now more than even during the height of the pandemic, feeling the like psychological and emotional effects and the toll of quarantine and the pandemic and feeling so vulnerable. So I think that you have lots of ways to rationalize it for yourself. In terms of your ex-boyfriend, how crazy are you being about getting in crowds? Because if you're fully <laughs> vaccinated with a booster, like you Nick, might have to give a little side. To... I'm not taking his side. I'm just saying like, I guess we just need to understand whether he was like crazy or you were crazy. And I don't mean crazy in the way that like men call women crazy. I mean crazy in the way that like I'm an equal opportunity, you know, crazy caller. I think just from a more macro level, going through a really shitty point in let's your pull life. Out. Let's pull let's pull up and out, yeah. Let's always pull out. Going through a really dark place in your life is part of the human experience. Going through a dark I mean, multiple times and it feels incredibly shitty and it feels like it'll never end nick and i have both been there even over this past year i think you know i don't really talk about it on the podcast but i just went through a breakup it's not fun it sucks but my specific to breakup advice you have to immediately start dating hot guys it's just i have a question was it eleanor roosevelt who said the only way to get over a guy is to get under a new one yeah It was. It was. Yeah, you know, or on top of anyone. No, but apparently you can't feel it if you're on if you're on top. That's what. No, that's it's the opposite. You want to be on top. There's more pressure on. Yeah. So I would suggest getting on the apps, 
just get out there. You definitely avoid crowds. It's not your thing. Go to an outdoor restaurant, meet this guy, be reckless. So you're saying putting yourself out there is the best way to get over this kind of thing. Get some positive reinforcement, even if it's just like nothing serious. Don't look for anything serious right now. Just go have fun. Did I also tell you that my theory, like when I was single was I would always go on dates. I decided that it was either a good story or a good date. Exactly. And I love a good story to like be like, and you can't believe it. He like showed up like he was soaking wet and he- Well, Nick, you remember my my Connecticut run. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Let's just say, let's just say that we've all been there. We've all had horrible dates. I went, I went to a like 10 course tasting menu dinner once when I was like 21 years old. And the guy I met, he was a waiter at a restaurant that my friend had like connect, we had connected through my friend who was a patron at the restaurant one time and was, I think just drunk and was like, oh my God, you're gay. Like my friend is gay. This was the last time I ever allowed that friend to set me up. And the first thing that happened was he sat down and he said, you take my breath away. And I was like, I have to spend three to five hours now sitting across from someone who just made me feel so mortified for them. You take my breath Um, away. Yeah. You don't like romantic statements. I Well, number one. I had never met him. Number two, we hadn't even like ordered a drink yet. And number three, no. Really? You don't? That his I initial hate sentimentality. In- Interesting. It was just so awkward. I was 21 years old and he was like 40. I, I left that Oh, part yeah. Out. You know what I mean? That. And then so I was disgusting. like, I have to sit through like another three hours of this meal. Anyway, I just think that that's a good story. Listen, look, I just told that story. It's a great story. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just think, MC, that... Number one, thankfully, your eyebrows will grow back. They do right? grow back, um, I promise. And we can use Viviscal. Viviscal? No, no. You don't um, even need to. La- no. Latisse. You don't even need to do that. I'm sure her, she actually sent this question a while. I'm sure they're already grown back. The oh. hives, you know, cold compress, they'll go away too. Get some Benadryl. Honestly, too, if you're just bored at home, take some Benadryl. It's just good. Is it just good for hives or just makes you go to bed? It just makes you go to bed, you know, if you're having one of those nights. And then the other the other thing is like, it's really funny. I was on a photo shoot a few days ago. That's why I'm here. And I was talking to the photographer and he, I think is, he's like one of my favorite photographers. I was really excited to work with him. I asked if he studied art in college and he said, no, I went to law school. I was like, that's insane. And he Law was like, school is like easier. Yeah, like I, though. it is. There's no bar. But also, I just mean the fact that like law might not even be the thing you want to do. And a lot of people, I know many who have like gone through law school, which is grueling, gone through all the bar prep and failures and passes, and then also realize they don't want to be a lawyer. So I think this is also a great time to like check in with yourself. Do you actually want to practice law? Like, do you want to apply the skills you learned in law school to another field like real estate or finance or photography or um, decoupage, ceramics? You know what I mean? I just think that, number one, people fail the bar. Hillary Clinton failed the bar. Michelle Obama Just make sure that you're eating really well, first thing. You have Mm -hmm. to eat well. Leafy greens, beans, rice extra virgin olive oil, eat well, take care of yourself, Pilates three times a week, go on walks, get your 10,000 steps. This is not optional. This is the only way that like 
You're going to feel if you ignore this, it's game over. And sleep. Yep. Sleep is so important. You need to get those like I think it's actually like six to eight hours. You'll probably be OK. But like you can't neglect this stuff or, or you'll go insane. Nick saw me. I went insane one time. I yeah. thought I looked great. I, mean, I've gone I thought I looked times. great. And I Nick was it- like, you look like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think that it's important to try to remember and we're telling you, so hopefully this helps remember that this too shall pass and it's all happening at once, but it's kind of good in that you're just getting it all out of the way. Like a bunch of like things that were probably going to happen just in a more spread out way. have just sort of been condensed into a single week or day. It even sounds like so MC keep us posted on your progress, both of the eyebrow regeneration and the bar and your career and your love life. But the meat of this episode was supposed to be to give our Patreon subscribers a bit of a... A head start? Yeah, a direct line into our gift-giving ideas and experience and to, yeah, give them a head start. So we are going to take a few of the comments that we got and find presents for them. This comment comes from Ilana. And we're just going to use first names and maybe sometimes not even first names. If it's an odd name, that might be too easily identifiable. The boyfriend who loves fashion, grooming, and essentially buys whatever he wants immediately. Well, Alana, do I have a gift for you? Because I was literally killing a little bit of time before meeting in the Mayfair neighborhood of London today. And I walked into this shop called GOF Trumper nothing to do with the former president, um, stands for Jeffrey F. Trumper. It is basically a very old school shaving brand based or, you know, originated in the UK and still has this really amazing kind of like apothecary, but very authentic. It's, it's like what all the versions we have in America want to be of like these shaving brands. But the genius thing that they have, which I can't believe why there doesn't exist this product in America is shaving razor handles that are like handmade or made out of like ebonized wood or horn or resin, but that fit contemporary razors like Gillette razors. So you can get like this really beautiful, there's a really beautiful black horn razor handle And you can get all sorts of different handles, whether they're like mini handles for travel or thicker, bigger handles, heavier handles in all different colors, steels. There's one in gunmetal, like literal gunmetal, and that fit Gillette Fusion razors or Mach 3 razors. And I just thought that was such a smart idea because my issue with like ever changing from Gillette is that those are the best razors themselves, like the actual blades are the best and give the tightest shave and are the least irritating. So I've never wanted to get any of these like fancy frou-frou, you know, blades that I then have to like buy on their only website. Like I can now just order my blades on Amazon with one single really chic handle that also they come in kits and sets. It's called GOF Trumper and their website is trumpers.com, which is sort of interesting (laughs) that they were able to maintain that, that website. But anyway, Trumpers, <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face, Trumpers.com. They have two shops in the UK. 
but they also have a phone number and an email address and you can basically just call them I, I would imagine and tell them what exactly you want they have really cool fragrances everything looks really cool and, and it's just it's cool they have their own line of colognes extract of lime cologne sandalwood cologne violet cologne spanish leather cologne i don't know i i like thought the whole thing was it was like very cool and i uh i usually think that like kind of boy toxic masculinity is shaving culture stuff is lame but this was like fuddy duddy people working behind the counter like it was cool i loved it so trumpers <laughs> trumpers.com and and call them and tell them what you want but especially these shaving handles super chic amazing should we just stick with the guys i feel like guys are hard to shop for yeah, I think they need the most time. Monica has a question. She has a dad who's into photography but buys himself everything he wants. Okay, so guys, and I'm sure women photographers as well, love pelican cases. So pelican cases are these like super durable plastic gear cases with foam inside that protects. I, I've always seen photographers use them. I guess like other people in other industries use them for different things, but definitely photographers love them. They're hard plastic, like in basically indestructible shells that you can get to hold either individual cameras, like memory cards, lenses, or you could get one of those like rolly bags that you sometimes see photographers use that has like a room for padlocks. I think that's a great idea. It's really, it's kind of like getting uh, someone who loves casual fishing, like a really authentic fishing lure kit or something. And the other thing that I have for you is, I'm going to do a little um, ASMR. So if your dad is like me and he likes to, to photograph on vacation and maybe he uses some 35 millimeter or 120 millimeter cameras, meaning film cameras. And he always is worried about going through the x-ray machine. And there's whether it's even true or not, there's this belief within the photography community that the x-ray machine ruins unexposed film or even maybe exposed film. So I was going on this trip. I knew I was going to have to take a lot of pictures and I was Googling around and I found you know when you go to the dentist and they take x-rays and you have to like put that like lead thing on you? Mm-hmm. They basically have started to make pouches that are made out of like lead fabric, fabric enclosed lead. Uh, the brand and, and you can, they come in all different sizes. You can like put film in them knowing that this x-ray won't penetrate it. And the brand is Dome Key, D-O-M-K-E. And I bought them on Amazon. They're, you know, 20 bucks maybe. But another thing that he might not have, which um, he might like. Just, you know, include a gift receipt. Dads love returning things, especially if they're particular. Nick, should we do one more? Yeah. Um, I think we should do a a very close friend of the pod who we will call FM in case um, her quote-unquote baby daddy is listening. Her baby daddy is an animator, and he's incredibly picky. He's been wearing the same two pairs of pants for 10 years. He has a, quote, fancy aversion. He loves art and design books. He loves chunky knits, and he loves weed. I have the present, FM. I have it. It is the Abbott pant from Carhartt Work in Progress, which is like Carhartt's design brand, you know, sub-brand. They sell them online. They also sell them at the Carhartt work in progress stores. I didn't know this, but in Europe, they don't have regular Carhartt. They only have 
work in progress. So when Europeans come to the U.S., they go to like real Carhartt and come back and think that they're all cool wearing real Carhartt when I've been a fucking idiot thinking I'm cool wearing Carhartt work in progress. But they are a kind of like straight leg, slightly, slightly, slightly cropped, but really flattering pant. They come in the sort of normal Carhartt colors. There's a kind of dusty green, the iconic Carhartt brown. There's a twill. They're like kind of baggy, but just really look cool. They look cool with Converse. They look cool with... I wore them last night with like a pair of loafers. They come in black and you can't tell they're not dress pants. So I would get a pair of those. They are like $120 a pair and they're great. I love them. They're, and they're cool. And they, but, I, but they're also good for someone who has a fancy aversion because they're Carhartt. And you don't have to tell them the whole thing that I just told you about how they're like some European bullshit. Do you have any art and design books that you're into recently? No. I have one. (laughs) (laughs) The Jasper Johns show at the Whitney has a book that is incredible. And anyone who likes art and design has to appreciate Jasper Johns. And it is, I just got it and I started to look at it. Then I came to Europe, but it's a great book and he's a great artist and a very important American artist. And I know, though I, I mean, I think that your husband is not American then maybe he doesn't know that much about Jasper Johns. I don't know. So that would be good too. Okay. My advice is there is a store in New York called Mena Hara. They're one of the only places that carries my favorite Japanese brand, which is Capital with a K. And they they don't just carry Capital. They carry a bunch of like really cool, weird, designy things. They have a plethora of chunky knit items they have some cool wallets, some cool keychains, socks, sweaters. I think you'll be able to find him something on Menahata. Or wait, sorry. The website is actually mhny.nyc. Um, and the store is Menahata. So have a ada. I have a very special gift for our readers, if you wouldn't Speaking mind. Of gifts. So we at Soft Services. For a second, I thought that you were going to say you had a gift for me, and I was like, I was like, whoa, like I wasn't expecting that, but it, no. No, I don't have a gift for you. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. 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 So, Soft Services launched six holiday sets. We have this new bag because we kept on getting feedback that people didn't want to throw away our shipper bag that all the orders come in um, and it's just like a paper shipper bag it's just to protect the products in transit and it's recyclable you just get rid of it in the end but people want to keep it so I made a Tyvek version of it and it comes with these cool like rope strings with these little metal ends and it comes with all of the holiday sets some of the sets have like an even bigger discount on the price than normal because we actually don't ever discount on the sets normally so but for eyewitness readers use code reader on any of the holiday sets and you'll get an extra five dollars off they all already get free shipping so that is my gift to you guys thank you um it's at softservices.co Nick, I'm excited for our big, big gift guide episode next week. Me too. We have not confirmed, but we'll <laughs> likely have two very special co-hosts and co- and guests, collaborators 
Have um, you even asked them yet? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> okay, okay. But I feel like we're going to be able to find time to do it. I'm going to text them right now. Uh, the show is just full of empty promises. We're like, <laughs> we're going to get a big celebrity next week. <laughs> Not yet. And then uh, the other piece of housekeeping is our gift guide is our next episode and final episode of the year. Then I will finally remember to create a season two on Apple Podcasts. And we'll come back with season two mid-January. But anyway, let's not worry. Let's not even worry about that yet. We'll see you next week with our gift guide. Eyewitness Beauty, as always, is produced by Jessamine Molly of Seaplane Armada. Our theme music is by Danny Presant. And our album art is by Simon Abronowitz. You can subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash eyewitnessbeauty to support the show. We also will give you links to all of our gift recommendations um, if you are a, what, $10 and above subscriber. So there's that. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at eyewitnessbeauty. You can email us at hi at eyewitnessbeauty.com. What else? You can rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, and you can have a lovely time with all your Thanksgiving leftovers. 